0: to American Education FM, everybody. I'm Dr. Sean Brooks. I have a few things here I want to mention and frankly, a lot of resources to share. So I'm going to link all of those resources in the description. And these could be the most important resources that I've shared here on this podcast. But this first comes from America's Frontline Doctors. And I don't know how many of you link to them or uh, subscribe to their social media through either telegram or Gab or Twitter or whatever. but they they really are at the forefront of providing legal notices and templates and countless things that parents and students and any any citizen can use for their employers or their schools to essentially tell them very directly that they're breaking the law if they're mandating masks or they're mandating vaccinations. And again, that's the next step is that they're going to start mandating vaccinations and saying that you can't come back until you're vaccinated. Um, it's completely against the law. So I'm going to read this telegram post and then I'm going to briefly describe, uh, a template that they provide, which is fantastic. And it allows you again to pop in your own name and they take care of all of the legal codes and all the legalese, so to speak. And all of that is, is, is in there. But again, it's a Word document. So you can just click on their website, which again, I'll link in the description, and then it downloads immediately to your computer or your phone or whatever, and then you pop in your own information. But their post says this, quote, at the present time, all COVID medical products offered under the auspices of the vaccine, quote unquote, are granted approval as an emergency use authorization. They are not approved by the FDA. Mandating Investigational or experimental therapies is therefore unlawful according to 21 U.S.C. Subsection 360 BBB-3, quote, authorization for medical products for use in emergencies, unquote. If your organization is mandating this, it is violating federal law and this action will be held accountable. Learn the facts, and then it provides the website which again, I'll link in the description below, but it's americasfrontlinedoctors.org slash legal slash vaccines dash the dash law. And I've got the, the the template right here and I just kind of want to go through it. I'm not going to read the entire thing because it's uh, about two and a half pages long, but it really is great. And it starts off with a date. Again, you can type in the date to the actual person that you're sending it to. And then it says regarding COVID-19 experimental vaccine candidates. Um, it, it mentions exactly what I just read here in the telegram post, but it says COVID va- uh, COVID-19 vaccines are experimental. They are not approved by the FDA. The COVID-19 vaccines are only approved under the emergency use authorization for investigational use only. COVID-19 vaccines lack requisite studies that are not approved medical treatment. The FDA's guidance on emergency use authorization of medical products requires the FDA to quote ensure that recipients are informed, to the extent practicable, given the application uh, the applicable circumstances, that they have the option to accept or refuse the EUA product. Title 21, section. 360 BBB-3 of the Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act, the FD&C Act, vests the Secretary of Health and Human Services with the permissive authority to grant emergency use authorizations, or EUAs, providing the appropriate conditions designed to ensure that individuals to whom the product is administered are informed of these three things. 1 that the Secretary has authorized the emergency use of the product, two, of the significant known and potential benefits and risks of such use and of the extent to which such benefits and risks are unknown, and three, of the option to accept or refuse administration of the product, of the consequences, if any, of refusing administration of the product and of the alternatives to the product that are available and of their benefits and risks. And again, it continues and continues. It mentions the three different kinds of vaccinations or shots, uh, the Moderna, Pfizer, and Johnson & Johnson. And then it goes through a few other things as well. Businesses are not shielded from liability with experimental agents. I mean, basically, again, every, every workplace that's doing this is screwed. They're all screwed. And I've been calling for class action lawsuits in the past for, for again, school districts or businesses that have done this in the past and are doing this, but it's only going to get worse here over the summer because that's exactly what school boards are going to be doing over the summer as they sort of meddle and scheme with everybody gone during the summer break. They're going to do whatever they can to try to increase the likelihood that their staff members will get the shot. I've already mentioned the workplace bullying that's taken place in school-based settings regarding, uh, you know, attempts to get their coworkers to take the shot. Same thing with students. It's just absurd. Um, But again, I'm going to link the description to that below. And please check that out and download that template and certainly use it because I have a feeling we're going to need it. Speaking of needing it um, and this mask wearing nonsense getting out of control even more, but in the most radical states, They're now mandating masks for two year olds, and this comes from Michigan and the website justthenews.com. It says Michigan's strongest public health order in the Midwest now requires masks for two year olds. Toddlers must now masks to, quote, protect the state's residents, unquote. I've gone over the science on the masks before. They don't work, they're completely useless. And again, it has nothing to do with science, it has to do with. compliance has to do with compliance and slavery. That's it. It says, quote, the Michigan state government this week directed state residents as young as two years old to begin wearing masks in the hopes that doing so will help bring down the state's coronavirus numbers. The Michigan Department of Health and Human Services said in a press release on Friday that the state will expand its COVID-19 response, what the state DHHS calls the strongest public health order in the Midwest the way that they say it, I mean, they're bragging about the most horrific things on planet earth. Well, this is the strongest, blah, blah, blah. I mean, they actually think that what they're doing is helping. No. Um, I'm shocked that anybody would actually comply with this. It continues to apply its masking requirement to children's aged two to four in order to further protect the state's residents. Expanding the mask rule to age to children ages 2 to 4, requires a good faith effort to ensure that these children wear masks while in gatherings, at child care facilities, or camps, the announcement says, adding that the orders f- that the order follows recommendations from the American Academy of Pediatrics and Center for Disease Control and Prevention guidance. Well, that's all a lie, because even they have said that masks don't work and that they're useless, but people don't read their own paperwork people aren't reading what these companies have actually said and what they're actually on the record as saying they're just they're just doing whatever their tv tells them it says finally here quote the current michigan order lasts through may 24th unquote again anybody who actually complies with this has a serious serious problem there's something seriously wrong with them I wanted to share another resource here. I've decided to create a Substack account um, to post publications. And while I don't write at length very often, unless I'm writing a book, I've decided to sort of stop using American Thinker as a publication outlet. I've sent them, I mean, this is my opinion and it's completely subjective, but I've sent them. A number of articles over the years, and last year they were fortunate enough to, I think, or I was fortunate enough to have, I think, at least four or five publications published through them. But every now and again, I'll notice something and I'll just say, I've got to write about this, and then I'll send it to them and I'll say, well, there's no way that they don't accept this because it just makes too much sense. And this is an actual thing that's impacting American society. And it certainly allows countless individuals to sort of reflect and then think on whether or not they too have experienced such a similar thing. Um, Anyway, I've stopped sending them stuff because they just continuously say, we're getting a lot of submissions, thanks a lot, but we've decided to respectfully decline and blah, blah, blah. So my motto has always been this. If someone takes a classroom away from you, make your own. And if someone doesn't want to publish your own stuff, uh, publish it yourself. So I'm very familiar with Substack as an online publication outlet for articles or threads or whatever it may be, so I've decided to start one, and it's titled The American Classroom. If anybody listening to this is interested in writing something that they would like to publish on the American Classroom subst- Substack account, um, just go ahead and email me at AmericanEducationFM.com and I'd be happy to post it on there uh it's just about getting other people's take and other people's opinions and other people's perspectives out there so that other individuals can learn and read about what's actually going on so my first post on here is titled did you get your shot yet a revealing social phenomenon and i want to read through this briefly because i think it's important i think this is actually one of those things that a lot of people have experienced some perhaps more than others um, there could even be a potential gender difference. Maybe more females have this happen to them in in public settings. But I'm going to read through this and then, again, ask yourself whether or not this has actually happened to you in public yet. It says here, quote, Phenomenology is the study of experiences and consensuses. This specific examination is rooted in a research method referred to as qualitative reasoning and analysis. Such a study examines the quality of responses from specified people regarding a specified subject, along with the frequency of responses in relation to a specified phenomenon. In the case of this newfound social example, in particular throughout 2021, countless Americans have had interactions with complete strangers regarding whether or not they have received a shot for COVID-19. Roughly 18% of the American population has received the shot. That's not many, actually. Uh, countless TV commercials and radio commercials are pressuring the public to wear a mask and receive a COVID-19 vaccine, quote-unquote. Many companies and establishments are rewarding those who do so with money, gift cards, and other incentives if virtue signaling reaches peak levels. Frankly and sadly, people are falling for it. In fact, they're doing so with a level of glee never displayed before regarding one's own personal health, When taking an experimental drug, in fact, those who are taking it actually think that they're helping themselves or someone else by doing so, when in fact, these human beings are being stripped of their own bodies or stripping their own bodies of their natural immune response permanently. This has led to a social phenomenon that is causing citizens to approach complete strangers and ask them about their participation in receiving the shot. On countless occasions, American citizens have testified in online forums and in personal conversations with their peers, coworkers, and family members that complete strangers have approached them in public, either waiting in a line in a bank, grocery store, etc, and have directly asked them if they have received the shot for covid nineteen i e quote "Have you gotten your shot yet unquote. Never before in, a, in modern American history has such a question been asked of a complete stranger in public about their health or their willingness to receive a shot for a virus that has a 99.8% recovery rate. Never before has receiving a shot been viewed as a fad or as a way to virtue signal to others that they have taken something that their own governments have encouraged them to take. Only brainwashing and cognitive dissonance could have such an effect on an individual. The simple fact that this has never occurred before in our history has as a species should indicate to everyone that this is a real-life psychosocial human experiment taking place in real time on the human populace. This is also referred to as forced compliance behavior, or forced compliance behavior theory. The definition is as follows via Wikipedia. Forced compliance theory is a paradigm that is closely related to cognitive dissonance theory. It emerged in the field of social psychology. Forced compliance theory is the idea that authority or some other perceived higher-ranking person can force a lower-ranked individual to make statements or perform acts that violate their better judgment. It focuses on the goals of altering an individual's attitude through persuasion and authority. Forced compliance theory is essentially a subset of cognitive dissonance theory. Cognitive dissonance theory describes the unpleasant feeling that results from believing two contrary ideas at the same time. It is most persuasive when it comes to feelings and thoughts about oneself. It is also a strong motivational tool in influencing us to choose one action or thought over another. Allow me to expand on this briefly given the presence of this specified social phenomenon. When a person who has not received the shot, or never will, is approached in public by a person who has received the shot, and the shot recipient directly asks the question, have you received the shot yet, or a variation of that question? If the non-recipient of the shot responds with the word no, or they respond with more descriptive answer, such as, no, I never will, the person who initiated the inter- interaction simply walks away, remains silent, or continues gleefully explaining how and why they received their shots, rather than asking any further questions as to why this is the case with the non-shot recipient. Therefore, a true back-and-forth dialogue isn't always desired with the questioner who has publicly disclosed that they have taken the shot. In fact, in many cases, if the non-shot recipient who has asked the question responds back in such a direct way, i.e., no, I never will, the person who asked the initial question may simply walk away or immediately stop talking. This is cognitive dissonance at face value. The questioner has now come in contact with an individual who has clearly displayed no interest in receiving the shot, nor interested in talking about such a personal medical decision, thereby rendering the questioner shot recipient cognitively handicapped while being left to stew in their newfound moral and mental dilemma. It's as if the questioner can't comprehend that there would be someone who would not get the shot, or that said person would know more about the subject than the questioner themselves. Moreover, the questioner may actually believe that those they ask will respond in the affirmative and potentially do so with glee, as perhaps this has already happened with other interactions. Therefore, to come in contact with someone who answers in the negative to such a question is an inexplicable response to the questioner. In fact, there may be no clearer example of those who live in the matrix versus those who do not. This singular question to an individual seems so appropriate to ask in the minds of a few that they say it with with excitement in an anticipation of a conversation. Yet when faced with a person who disagrees 180 degrees in the opposite direction, the questioner is simply rendered mute upon hearing the response to their asked question. Some people may become argumentative, But most questioners become silent or quickly rationalize their participation to those they just asked the initial question to. Many responses that have been used among anonymous Americans when asked about experiencing this social phenomenon have generated replies such as, quote, no, I'm in the control group. We have to wait to see what happens to the different experimental groups first. Two, no, I don't take the experimental shots from advocates of population control. Three, I don't want aborted fetus cells or gene therapy. Four, I was advised by an official not to take the shot. They said they needed the right people to still be able to have children afterwards. What do you think they meant? Five, I have responsibilities. I can't afford to be disabled or to die. Six, I'm at low risk without the vaccine. While some replies are humorous, many replies are polite, serious, and some individuals simply respond with the word no. These social interactions are proof that the psychosocial pressures to conform drive people to seek out a specified connection with their fellow citizens in an effort to justify their own participation publicly with complete strangers. Remember the ice bucket challenge? That was a social experiment too. Did you get your shot yet, quote-unquote, is the next level and far more dangerous. With one, you gave your money away. With this, you may give your life away. My guess is, after reading this, or hearing this in this case, you too have experienced this new social phenomenon. That should tell you how destructively pervasive it truly is. Unquote. Now, one of the interesting things about this, and again, it, w- it really was the sort of the motivator to write this, and I mean, it really was the motivator to write this, is that my own mother, who's 72 years old and completely awake, which is absolutely fantastic, has actually had this happen to her at least three times in public within just the last couple of months. And every single time she tells me, I mean, the story is absolutely amazing. And she continues to just be totally shocked, as sort of we all are, that an that a complete stranger would approach another stranger, with my mother not wearing a mask ever, and neither do I, but... Uh, the stranger who is completely masked up to the bone approaches her and 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 simply says, have you gotten your shot yet? Or they immediately start talking about themselves. Like, well, I just got my shot. So have you gotten yours? Why haven't you gotten yours? Because I got mine. I can't wait to get my second one. That behavior is not normal. That moral justification, trying to sort of throw something up against a person and see if it will stick. I mean, again, they're, they're clearly looking for affirmation, these people. They're clearly looking for, I hope I'm not the only one. Well, as it turns out, if you're getting these shots, you're in the 18% range of people who have received them in the entire American populace. But it's those individuals who think that something is wrong with everybody else and then, of course, you have the Dr. Fauci screaming at the top of their lungs that they're shocked that more Americans aren't getting them. Well, most of us can put two and two together. Most of us don't do what government tells us, because that's not the point of government. And number two, we can see all the health effects. And we know what, that these aren't vaccines. We, know what, we, we actually know what these are. So again, that social phenomenon really just blows me away. And I'll be honest, I remember when the Ice Bucket Challenge was taking place, and I was overhearing people bragging about the Ice Bucket Challenge. And I knew at face value what it was. It was clearly a money laundering scheme. It was a way to just filter a ton of money out of the pockets of hardworking Americans to get them to do this social media nonsense game in an effort to do what? Get rid of ALS? I believe that's what it's for. Uh, ALS or Alzheimer's I've, I've lost track now point is is you didn't cure anything you didn't cure anything all you did was just give your money away well like I say in the article in this you're giving away your own immune system permanently so it just I don't know it's really really alarming people don't seem to know either that it's really just a meme that countless memes have been created about this and again if if your behavior as an individual is a meme there is something wrong with you there's something wrong with that one of the memes that i that i stuck on my gav account which is just perfect and totally hilarious is it's a drawing of a of a family sitting around a dinner table the daughter looks at the father and says dad how do we know who's vaccinated and who isn't and the dad looks at the daughter and says, don't worry, they'll tell you. That meme right there proves the, this entire phenomenon is something that actually exists. Again, the need to virtue signal, the need to point out what the, what the person has actually done. That's never happened. It happened with the Ice Bucket Challenge. People did that. I remember overhearing it. You'd go into a bar or a restaurant or wherever, and even with family members, some people would say, well, have you done it? Have you done it? Have you done it? And I'd say, what the hell is wrong with these people? What is going on? Why are they just so blindly following what the voices on their televisions say? That was a test run. That was a social experiment and a test run, and countless people bought it. If you can sell the Ice Bucket Challenge to people, you can sell wearing a mask, you can sell taking a shot, you can sell just about anything. And unfortunately, it's worked. So again, just to wrap up, make sure and check the description below for the America's Frontline Doctor template. And uh, I'll link this Substack article as well so you have that link available. And catch you Wednesday. Thank you for listening to American Education FM. Make sure and check out AmericanEducationFM.com for more information. Take care and God bless.